cold in here to shorten up the press conferences? And now that was Bill Parcells, keep it cold in the training room, keep guys from out of the training room, or keep guys out of the training room. Okay. Um, well, obviously, the other two quarterbacks were veteran players, um, Keenum and McCoy. Um, you know, so I think that, uh, you know, just the inexperience factor in there. He does have a great arm. He can make the throws. Um, you know, their run game really hasn't changed a whole lot. They've, you know, they've, they've continued to do some of their zone read and RPO stuff. Um, you know, I think I think um, you can tell he's going to be a good player. We just got to make sure it's not on Sunday. Jim, I'm going to ask a, a question. I don't know how much. You're yeah, going to I usually don't answer right those. <laughs> Help me out. Uh, so you've, we've seen you had success when you've gone, you know, with more man, single, single high, and then obviously against the Giants, you guys played a, little, a lot more zone in that second half, and that adjustment worked. What what goes into, um, I guess maybe in, in generalities, when you make those decisions, um, when you want to help the corners, and, and maybe when you don't. Well, you know, that game that game was really predicated more on the field conditions and weather conditions and stuff like that. You know, we were playing some man early in the game and, you know, lost our footing a couple times and you know, just didn't want to be isolated one-on-one um, so much. So um, went to a little bit more zone starting in, starting in uh, probably about the middle of the second quarter, um, you know. All, all that stuff goes into it. You know, one of the things that's – you know, hard about the Giants is, you know, you have to try, you're trying to handle the, the coverage aspect of it, but you can never get too far away from Barkley. And uh, he was a big part of what we were trying to do, trying to get him his touches limited and uh, try to keep a handle on him in the run game, which I thought we did a pretty good job of both things. How would you explain the importance of the play Josh Sweat made on that flea flicker? Yeah, I mean, that's that's important. We're, we're our, um, our undefeated um, um uh, record on on um, our sticks defense was almost threatened on that one. We didn't play that great in the back end. We had a guy that had deep coverage that uh, came up too fast. The gun beneath guys are attack fast, and deep guys are you know play play pass first. But but that being said, um, you know a lot of times when you run flea flickers on you know normal down and distances, you negate the pass rush because guys are playing the run and then they flip it back to the quarterback, and you generally see the quarterback has all day in the world to find guys down the field. Well, in a situation like that, third and 14 or 15, whatever it was, um, you know, those guys aren't playing the run. Those guys are pass rushing. And it makes it a little bit harder because, you know, they're, you know, in that situation, you're fine with them handing the ball off. So it makes it a little bit harder for the quarterback to have enough time to find those guys or or get it off. I think that's what you saw in that situation. We only have a three-man pass rush there. Um, But... You know he's got he's got a lot of time. Number one, they hand it off and flip it back, so it gives him even more time to go and disrupt the play. And on plays like that, that's what you're really looking for. You know, you can go across the film, you know, watch you know million plays. In, I, I bet you a significant portion of plays in the NFL there's somebody wide open. And generally, you know, if if they're not completing it, it's because the quarterback didn't have enough time to be able to scan or find or somebody closed his window or sacked him or forced him to throw somewhere else. And I think you saw that in this situation. But um, that was a big play for us. Jim, you had a one-pass breakup for for Sidney Jones. Do you feel like there could be uh, any significance for him uh, from that play built off yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, that was an important part of the game. I mean, third down and three, number one, is, is a tough down defensively. 
um, and then coming in cold the way he did. But it didn't surprise me at all. It didn't surprise us at all Um, because Sid has worked really, really hard um, in his last month or so. You know, his role has decreased, but that hasn't affected his work ethic and it hasn't affected his preparation or his attitude. All, all those things have, um, have been good, and that's, that's going to serve him well, um, you know, as, as he goes forward and as we go forward because we, we talk about it all the time. Um, you know, we, we say a lot of times the night before a game, you know, somebody's going to be called upon to make a play in this game, and um, they might only play one play in the game. Well, sure enough, it was true. Um, that was that was a big play. I don't know if we win that game if he doesn't make that PBU because it was a tie game at that point. Yeah, it was a tie game, fourth quarter, um, had a couple injuries. You know, he went out cold, and um, they came right at him, and he was up for the challenge. I think Sidney mentioned that someone called for Craig first. Was Craig supposed to be up? Or no, no, um, no. We, we put Sid into the game. It was just that as those guys were going, um, you know, we had t- different personnel groups. We had um, Craig was going on the field for his package. Um, you know, um, Craig was coming on saying, hey, there's a corner that's out. You know, whatever. There was a timeout. We had plenty of time. We, we got we got the group we wanted out there. Before in that situation with a guy like Sidney, whose playing time has decreased, um, how do you make sure he's still engaged in meetings and film and all that stuff, practice? Well, I mean, so, some of that falls on us, but a significant portion of that falls on the player. You know, it's not up to us to keep him engaged. It's up to him to stay engaged. And um, he's had a great attitude, and uh, he's worked hard on the practice field. And, you know, he's worked on different parts of his game. He's worked fundamentally on his game. Um, you know, so, you know, when, when you do that, um, there's an old adage in the NFL, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Well, Sid stayed ready. Jim, rewind back to him a little bit. Um, now that you've seen his expanded role, cumulative, how, how do you think he's handled it overall this season? Yeah, you know, he's been productive tackling, you know, our rotational defensive ends. Um, he's been tackling probably at a higher rate than a lot of those guys that we've had in those roles in the past. And he's rushing at uh, very similar rates. He's a young player, um, and I think he's improving. Um, you know, he's made some big plays for us this year, and I think it's uh, just he's made the most of the, the reps that he's he's had the chance to get. Not a full-time player, but, you know, him and Vinny both got more playing time in this game with Derek being down, and um, both of those guys made some big plays for us. Vinny had an outstanding game, was very disruptive, um, made a couple sacks, made a couple good plays in the run game. Uh, were you in the locker room at halftime, Jim? What was it like when Jason Kelsey gave that passionate, emotional speech? Well, I was, uh, yeah, I, I didn't go somewhere else at halftime. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm, I'm not going to comment on anything that's said at halftime. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff that's said, and, you know, when you're ahead, when you're behind, everything else. I think the key part is that we came out and had a good second half, uh, offensively and defensively, where we come out with a win. I'm sure a lot of Mark Malcolm's plays probably get overlooked, but what have you made of, of how he's playing in his 11th season and, I think it's particularly this last game as well. Yeah, just very consistent, um, you know, and that—that's that, a hallmark of of Malcolm, consistency. And and it, it going back to Sid, um, it it doesn't it that, that consistency isn't by accident. Um, his approach is the same every week. He's he's a very resilient player. He's a very disciplined player. Takes care of his body. Takes care of his mind. Um, practices hard. Um, you know, studies hard. He's smart. 
He's multidimensional. Um, you know, all that leads to consistent performances from week to week. Plays wears a lot of different hats for us. Um, you know, he's always been a you know a strong tackler. You know, didn't blitz him a lot in this game. We didn't blitz a whole lot in this game, but one time he he did. He went up and really affected the quarterback, flushed him out of the pocket. We were able to get a a big stop backed up and um, you know get the ball back for our offense in that situation. So, um, you know, there's not much on the football field that you don't have confidence, um, you know, given Malcolm to do. And, um, you know, he's proven that over the course of not just this year, but over his long career. Do you have that consistency from Ronald Darby? Um, I think think they play different positions. I think that when you say Darby, you know, Darby plays corner. He doesn't play nickel and safety and linebacker and all those things. But uh, there is similarities. Um, approach, very similar. Um, you know, studies the game. Um, you know, all those different things go into it. I think that one of the big things you, you see with corners and, you know, when, when you guys talk about consistency or we talk about consistency, um, the corners live in a world that if they make a if they make a mistake, it's there for everybody to see. Um, kickers are the same way. Quarterbacks are the same way. Quarterback makes an interception or throws an interception, or you know fumbles the ball. It's it's there for everybody else to see. He made an error on that play. Um, defensive tackle makes an error on the play. Maybe the run goes for five yards instead of for zero, or maybe a quarterback buys time in the pocket and completes a first down and. Maybe you think that the coverage wasn't very good, but the corners live with that, um, you know, with with that that kind of scrutiny, and it takes a special kind of guy to be able to do that. And Darb didn't start off that game well, but uh, I will say this: that first touchdown is 100% on me. It's not on him. Um, I, I was uh, we had a third and 13. I'm trying to keep him out of field goal range. There, it looks like it's going to be a low-scoring game. We got some weather situations coming in. Maybe points are going to be at a premium. Um, I don't want to let them get five yards or seven yards to get into field goal range. Generally, I don't really care too much about field goals. Um, but if 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 we're in zone defense there and we got more guys at that thing, and you know, you make a ten yard thing and kick a field goal, um, you know, I, uh, and all of a sudden we lose by three. You're sitting there saying, "Man, we should have been more aggressive to try to get them out of field goal range in that situation." Well, that's what we were. We blitzed. We played man. Um, field was slippery. Um, he's coming for the interception point. Eli made a really good throw throw on the backside hip right there because um, Darb, is, Darb is driving to the break point of that route, and Eli saw him through the back hip. He was able to make the catch and then spin out of that tackle, and, and we paid for the touchdown. But I, 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 don't, I don't view that at all on Darby. I view that 100% on me. Um, if if there's, a, there's a risk-reward when it comes to um, being aggressive and trying to keep people out of field goal range, and we paid for it with a touchdown there. Um, but I did like the way he bounced back from that first half. When you talk about consistency, it's not just in your play, but in your mindset. And, um, you know, it, he, he went out and made some big plays for us in the second half, and uh, we needed it. We lost Jay Mill in that game and, um, you know, lost Russell for, you know, play later on down. Um, I don't know that we could have won it if Darby didn't bounce back in that second half. Jim, from a statistical standpoint, Adrian Peterson has not been his usually impressive self. But what do you see when you see him on the table? I don't know about that. I mean, he's strong, um, still has great vision. He's a very productive runner. Um, 
you know, we're going to have our, our work cut out for. So, you know, and, and again, we saw it last year. He's one of those guys that if, if you fit a run wrong, he can make you pay by, by taking it to the house. He did, he did it against us in that, um, in that first game last year. Um, you know, a little bit like Barkley, like we talked about him. It's a guy that you gotta you gotta um, you know sort of limit his opportunities, limit his touches. He's a guy that has great vision and can threaten all the gaps of your defense. So if one guy makes a mistake, he has the ability to to make a big play. We're going to play our very best to uh, to play him. I, I know what's on film this year. I really don't care what his stats look like. In your time here, your defense has had a lot of success against rookie quarterbacks, <coughs> in particular with the pass rush. I don't know how much of that is, is situational, but do you find playing against inexperienced players, uh, your defense plays better than, than maybe those veteran types? I don't know. I've never really thought about it that way. We have a job to do every Sunday, and um, we try our best to you know, accomplish that. Um, you know, every, and every game plan is different. Every, every experienced quarterback is different. Every rookie quarterback is different. So I don't know if there would be a whole lot of carryover from uh, week to week or, you know, we, we don't have – I don't have a folder somewhere that says rookie quarterback and you pull that out and you um, – and that's the game plan. I mean, it depends on, you know, a million different other considerations going into it. What did you uh, learn about McLaurin in the, the first matchup? Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that can make a big play. As a rookie coming in, um, you know, I mean, obviously you have the preseason to go on and, you know, his, his draft status and what our scouts said about him, but you see it in real life. And, you know, we, we blew a couple coverages and that gave him a couple plays. But I think over the course of the next however long it's been, um, 11 weeks, he's proven that he's a good player in this league. Um, you know, he's got speed, he's got hands, he's been a um, – you know, he's sort of become their number one guy. He's, he's taken on a bigger role as they've lost their tight ends. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, I, th- I think what, what we saw in the first game, you know, sometimes a guy can have a great game and then, you know, it sort of disappears, you know, sort of a one-hit wonder kind of game. Um, that's not the case with him. He's proven it over over the, the course of the season that he's a good player, that we're going to we're gonna have to number one cover, but number two tackle and um, and – and know where he is. Have you seen a, a ton of change from Jay to, to Bill as far as what they're doing offensively? Um, not really. I mean, it, a lot of things they've 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 carried over. You know, their 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 play caller on offense has been there. Um, you know, Coach Callahan has been there. You know, there's been a, a stretch runner. Um, I think probably the changes more so than anything are just where they are with personnel, and that happens to every team. You know, they've lost a couple tight ends and Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis, and they've had to sort of go to some extra offensive linemen in there. And, you know, they've had some, you know, different cast of characters in at, um, at wide receiver. Um, you know, lost a running back early in the year and then lost him again. So they've had to sort of change, and I, I'd view any of their changes as personnel changes as opposed to scheme changes. Pretty much everything you see, you've seen at some point uh, over the course of the season. It's just, um, you know, we're, you know, and every team the same way. Okay. All right, all right, guys.